Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Friday the 10th of June. Now Dom, I was hoping you'd be able to help me with a little bit of a problem that I'm facing. Okay. On our other website, our sister website called The Shot, we wrote an article yesterday about Jerry Harvey. Yes. So he's the guy who took $22 million from JobKeeper, even as the profits of Harvey Norman soared Mm. and refused to give it back, and then argued that none of his workers should get any more money. So we're trying to work out what is an apt description for this man. Like, do we call him a... I don't know, homemaker, appliance seller, philanthropist, entrepreneur, welfare recipient. Yeah, welfare recipient might be one. But I'll just run by you what we finally went with Mm. um, this afternoon. We called him a decrepit anus. Does that sum him up? Um, I can't picture his face at the moment, but But I can picture what an anus looks like. Mm. Do you think... I think the problem is you're risking litigation from decrepit anuses. <laughs> Coming up on the show. I want to just express, that was my firmly held opinion. It's not a factual claim. Jerry no. Harvey is clearly not an anus. Mm, no. um, although he has an anus, I presume, mm. and it's so tight that he's not giving any of the job keeper back. <laughs> is that the first thing to lead with? I guess it is. We're going to take a look at the COVID road trip that has shut down two states and counting. And we're looking at South Australia Police's shooting practice. Shooting practice practices. There you go. That'll hook him, Charles. Uh, first, let's go to the Chase Newsroom where Rebecca Dayanamuno is on leave. So we have the wonderful Gabby Bolt. A Victorian newspaper cannot decide if they should print a headline tomorrow advocating that Premier Dan Andrews is a dictator and needs to be stopped or if they should defend the use of concentration camps instead. Minister for Energy Angus Taylor has decided to take a break from the corrupt world of federal politics and instead decided to follow his passion and get involved in the corrupt world of state politics instead. The news comes after revelations that New South Wales Deputy Premier asked for a $50,000 grant that was being awarded to Angus Taylor's brother's company to be disguised as a contract payment. Mr Taylor has released a letter clearing him of all allegations against him, signed by the Lord Mayor of Sydney, Clover Moore. The Prime Minister has given his best wishes to all Australians over the Queen's birthday long weekend. Scott Morrison stated that he is looking forward to the day off so he can spend some quality time with his family, particularly after an arduous week of separating immigrants from their families. That's the latest news you can't trust. I'm not Rebecca Dayunamuno. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Chucking a Sickie. You already have a three-day weekend coming up. Why not make it a four? Chucking a Sickie, proud sponsors of The Chaser Report. Now, before we begin this story, Dom... I just want to say, when it comes to COVID contact tracing, it's very important not to prejudge anything, okay? Okay, noted. Yeah, because, you know, you don't want to shame people 
uh, because then they'll be more hesitant to not tell the truth to contact tracers, oh, right? Oh, that's a good point. So, so you cannot shame people for what they've done when they get caught with having COVID, right? So if you actively spread COVID and mm. being very selfish and irresponsible, still can't shame don't, you. Don't prejudge. Don't, don't prejudge. Never prejudge. Okay, got right, it. Right, okay. But I, I, I do want to talk about this story. But here is a clip from the news to prove that this is a real story. Three states are now on high alert after a positive COVID-19 case drove from Melbourne to Queensland over a five-day period. Yeah, so, so it's a li- little bit embarrassing. This came out yesterday. That's a very long way. <laughs> so, so they went into lockdown. Melbourne went into lockdown on the 27th of May. Yep. Right? And at that point, nobody in Melbourne was allowed to go more than five kilometres away from their home, mm. right? Five days later, on the 1st of June, this couple left Melbourne and they travelled to... Dozens of locations, including in Gillenbar, Forbes, Dubbo, Moree, Gundawindi, Toowoomba and the Sunshine Coast. Now, now of course, I, I, I'm not prejudging here. Right. I'm not prejudging, but... I will go out on a limb and say I think that that is probably more than five kilometres from their home. <laughs> now, yeah. but your public health experts do yeah. agree that when yeah. you're fleeing a lockdown yeah. and yeah. potentially have yeah. a pandemic illness, you should make as many stops as possible. <laughs> That's right, along the way. To see the, the sights, yeah, yeah. It was an 1,877-kilometre road trip. Not that I'm judging. Not mm. that I'm judging. Yeah. Which is... 1,872 kilometres more than they are allowed to go. Without judging, yeah, obviously. The Queensland medical officer, when they finally arrived on the Sunshine Coast and and found out they had COVID, said this. I don't know the details, why they left, what their reason was. I'll tell you why they fucking left, because they were avoiding the fucking lockdown. Not that I'm judging. On the news last night, there was one little indication about, you know, maybe what was going on. And it appears they broke quarantine rules. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think they broke quarantine rules? Charles, look, you've got to understand that having difficulty with numbers is is, mm. is tough, right? Yes. It's so easy yes. to confuse a five-kilometre radius <laughs> yes. for a 5,000-kilometre <laughs> radius. That's what it was, wasn't it? They just... They didn't know. It was just a few decimal points. It was an innocent mistake. Innocent mistake. Now, Charles, I don't know what's going to happen next, but I note that Melbourne now has a 25-kilometre radius. Oh, wow. So I'm assuming they're on a plane for London. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Chucking a Sickie. Because there's almost a 100% chance that your workplace is exploiting you in some way anyway. Chuck a Sickie, proud sponsors of The Chaser Report. Now, Charles, you and I have spent a fair bit of our working lives mm. at the national broadcaster, the ABC. Yes. So I don't know whether you were as concerned as I was at the news that the South Australian police have an ABC logo prominently displayed on the wall of their shooting range. Dom, 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 you've got this all around the wrong way. This is not because they were shooting at the ABC or dreaming of shooting journalists. That's all complete rubbish. No, that's the federal police. (laughs) They explained it themselves. They said that the reason why they had that ABC logo there was to just make it look like what it would be like being in a place where there was a shootout. 
Right. Yeah, it says here yeah. that they wanted to replicate a realistic training yes. environment. And, I mean, this makes sense. If you're in the military, yes. if you're about to be deployed to Iraq, yes. you train in the desert. If you're about to you know, get sent to Indonesia or something, you go to the rainforest. Yes. If you're about to be sent to fuck up some journalists, <laughs> yeah. you go and yeah. train with the ABC logo. But, but let's make it very clear. They're not, they're not shooting at the logo. They're shooting at the journalist next to the logo. So anyway, Charles, in response, the ABC has released a new kids program That is very pro-police. From the creative team behind Paw Patrol, ABC Kids now presents a new TV show, Piggy Police. I got apprehend this sneaky looking bunny, but my fat little piggy hooves can't run that fast. Oh, Stinky, that's what your piggy pistol is for. (laughs) Silly me. Take that, bunny. You shot ten bullets, Stinky. One for self-defence and nine for fun. Ten bullets, ten bullets, the number of the day. Join Porky and Stinky on their adventures through the judicial system. Order, order in the court. Well, Stinky, I don't think you should have extrajudicially executed that bunny. Porky, do you think Stinky did the wrong thing? No, Mr Judge. Stinky was following proper pig procedure. Always stick up for your friends, even when they do something wrong. Always really tackle the hard problems. Stinky, I don't feel good about the fact that my job only serves to enforce a system built on historical and systemic exploitation. I'm not a very happy little piggy. Ah, Porky, you don't have to like what you do. You just have to stay quiet when your colleagues do it. And for our special Piggy Police pals, check out the ABC Kids online player for all your favourite Piggy Police songs. When you're in a jam, turn off your body cam. Porky and Stinky are the Piggy Police, now airing on ABC Kids. did she have the name before Siri though? Like, or she changed it? Did <laughs> she change it? No, no. It's a. I think it's a Scandinavian name. Too. Oh, is it? Mm. Oh, okay. So there's lots of people. No, I think that this is Cat's piece because, like, then what does Amazon have to give everyone called Alexa an Alexa? And well, we've got someone here in the office called Alexa, so that would be a good thing. And Google would have to. You know, give everyone whose name is Google, <laughs> Google yeah. a, a free laptop. Well, Google at least Googled whether there was a, somebody else had the word Google first. That's yeah. why Google has Google as their name because no one else has got that name. Well, isn't it because also if that was what they Googled before they had Google, 
then they wouldn't have been able to find anything because yeah, yeah. the internet's if only, so shit. If only Bing had searched Google, <laughs> Bing on Google. Yeah. Jeez, I'm confused now. So you have somebody called Alexa in the office. We do. We have an Alexa. Do you, um, if you say things like she turned the lights off and stuff like that. Well, it's, it's a him and um, no, he's very disobedient, which is actually exactly like my experience with the Amazon Alexa, Alexa which yeah. is the, is is the shittest. You, you know, Angus, my 10-year-old, came downstairs the other day going, Alexa is the worst device ever. Yeah. It just doesn't ever And you were like, you. Ch- checks out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So we should If you say set sleep timer for 50 minutes to Alexa, it will say... Your sleep timer is set for four hours and fifty minutes. Like that, it just that is the how it works. Yeah, I mean, I would have said maybe this, you're not loud enough, but I remember you're the loudest <laughs> human on earth. Is maybe the problem is have you connected your Alexa here in the office to the Wi-Fi? Is that the problem? Oh, I see. You've got so, to set it up properly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now um, we we're talking about TikTok and how Charles's son was obsessed with it. There's a 40-year-old husband here who is so obsessed with TikTok, he's forgotten about his family. He totally missed dinner because he was just scrolling on TikTok. Basically kind of divorced from his family because he's just on TikTok all the time. I'm sorry, what's the problem here? Yeah, what's the, yeah that sounds like a good thing. <laughs> yeah, actually, reading the story, it just says, we have two young kids and I think he just does it for peace. Yeah, isn't this this yeah. story, just keep reading, this is Charles, I think. This is just Charles. <laughs> but hang on, so where does he do it, though? Does he just sit on the toilet all day? He just pops TikTok? upstairs just for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe he's having an affair. It is very addictive, the TikTok. Yeah, I've heard this. I've never done TikTok. I mean, I think that's an outrage. And I, I, see, I'm actually quite against this, and I think this person, this father should do what all other fathers like me yes. do, and that is spend all your time on a different social media like Twitter. Mm. Yeah. yeah I mean, or, or, yes, exactly, because that's more sort of age-appropriate. Yeah, be age-appropriate. Yes. So get off TikTok. Or it's if for kids to be distracted from their entire life. If he wants to be really healthy, he should take up smoking. <laughs> spend a bit of time outside. Get out of bounds. <laughs> it's true. My dad goes outside so often. Fresh air. It's a beautiful thing. A couple in the UK have saved £15,000 a year mm. by choosing to live, instead of in a regular house, in an old police van. What they do is they live in that. It's very uh, eco-friendly, Craig. They drive all over the UK in the old police van and uh, it's very, very cheap. No mortgage, it's not just a van. at all, driving all over the country in an old vehicle. <laughs> it have terribly high uh, carbon footprint. They're in an old police van and they're driving around. Mm. Do they get to arrest people or, or shoot yeah. people and, and or <laughs> chokehold them to death? Is that part of the... That'd be the terrible thing is they'd just be parked there having a sleep <laughs> and some other local bobby would throw some minority in the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not a real police van. Ah. Oh. So did they do... Is it because they're poor? Is that... Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, because so this is like this is, this is what I hate about this kind of thing. It's like the van life thing. Yeah. It's like we've we've made it so impossible for anyone to afford a house in this country, and then we've just gone. Oh, I guess we could make them feel really good by like on Instagram making them really famous because they live in a van. Yeah. It's an awesome life. Can we stop <laughs> this segment? <laughs> Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Chucking a Sickie. Why not take a day off to travel? I hear Dubbo's really nice at the moment. Chucking a Sickie, proud sponsors of The Chaser Report. Now, Charles, before we go, mm. some finance news for you because I know you love your finance. Oh, great. Yeah. And it's not just any finance news. Yeah. This is El Salvadorian finance news. Oh, a right. First, a first <laughs> for The Chaser Report. Um, El Salvador yesterday voted to become the first country in the world to accept Bitcoin. 
To accept Bitcoin. As a legal tender. So how does it work? Like you, you go to a, a coffee place. Yeah, you get out your laptop. <laughs> yeah. You fire up your mining software. Yeah. And about and a year later, you've got enough for your coffee. What is it, like one Bitcoin per coffee? Because that wouldn't that be like $60,000 per coffee? Yes, it would. But there's yeah. another problem, Charles, okay. which is that Bitcoin is incredibly volatile. So you've got to pay yes. your 0.1111% of Bitcoin for a coffee. By the time the transaction is finished, the coffee is worth $100. <laughs> and then when you order another coffee, it's worth $1,000. And then this, that afternoon, yeah. it's free. So it's a very sensible system. Look, I, I don't want to cast any aspersions on the El Salvadorian government here, but this sounds like a terrible idea. I'm all in favour of it, Charles. Oh, really? Why? I think we should adopt the same law here because it's the only way I'm going to be able to buy a house in Sydney. <laughs> For more news throughout the long weekend, subscribe to some other podcast because we're not going to... No, we're having a little holiday. Um, yep. But chaser.com.au will probably be updated by the Army of Interns. They don't get public holidays, do they? No. Nah, of course nah. not. And if they thought they did, bad luck, guys. You can follow us on social media. We will beg you, as we always do, to leave us a five-star review. Some of you have, you idiots. Thank yes. you. Yeah, actually, there were quite a few ones saying potato. I, I think that they're a little bit behind on the reviews. They are, yes. Yeah, they've yeah. got old code. So stop using the code word potato. Instead, uh, use, the, use the, code the code word El Salvadorian Bitcoin. <laughs> and Charles and I are very happy to take uh, tips Mm. In Bitcoin, just just leave one Bitcoin, maybe two. Yeah, yeah. We'll be very grateful. Our gear is thanks to Road Microphones and the Chaser Report is part of the Acast Creator Network. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.